I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. People, human beings, we make our decisions based on positive intent. So if someone says yes to your product, in their mind, they've come to the solution, right or wrong, that your product is going to enhance their life in some way, solve their pain, make their life better. We don't buy things. We don't say yes to things that we believe are going to make our life worse. That, that doesn't mean we're always right. In other words, human beings very often make self-defeating, incorrect decisions. So when, let's say you have a product that's awesome, it will help someone make their life better, they might still say no. It's, they make a bad decision. In other words, self-intent is a perception. They think in their mind it's going to make their life better. So whether they're right or wrong, that's a separate issue. The point is that first 10 has to be established. Anything below a five means they think it's going to, you know, it's, 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 it's worse than better. You have zero shot, right? A six, not high enough. Now, is a seven high enough? Eight? Well, here's the deal. The truth is, with someone with a very, very low action threshold, it might be possible that with a seven or an eight, yes, you can close the deal. But remember, the closer you are to a 10 on the certainty scale, the more certain that you can be that that number in the combination, there's five numbers in the buying combination, right? That that number is basically picked, so to speak, right? That you've got that number locked up. Now, moving on to the second 10 here, okay, let's go through it. Remember, the way human beings are built, we have this weird tendency to overly distrust and then overly trust someone. Like, there's, we meet someone for the first time, we might be very suspicious, almost overly suspicious that someone's out to screw us and they're not trustworthy, right? Because most human beings really are basically honest, I believe. And I don't, I don't think salesmen are out there to hurt people, right? Let's, except the really bad ones. But it's human nature that we really distrust someone that we don't know. Yet, when we make a decision to trust someone, it's almost like the pendulum swings so far in the other direction. We totally trust. We go from absolute distrust to total trust like that. So that's the purpose of the forest gum patent. Remember, I call it the forest gum patent because in the movie, Forrest Gump, remember the scene where little Forrest with his leg braces, he's waiting for the bus, his first day of school, right? And what happens? The bus pulls up. The driver opens up the door. She looks down at Forrest. Forrest looks up at her and he freezes like a deer in the headlights, does not get on the bus. So what does she say? She goes, well, you're getting on? He says, my mommy told me not to talk to strangers, take ride from strangers. And she's like, well, this is the bus to school. And that's not good enough for Forrest because he doesn't trust the driver. So now there's a deadlock and she's looking down at him. He's looking up at her. And then finally, to break the deadlock, what does Forrest do? He says, well, my name is Forrest, Forrest Gump. And she smiles back, realizes what she's dealing with. She says, well, I'm Dorothy and I'm your bus driver. He goes, well, I guess we're not strangers anymore. And he gets on the bus. The point is, if you want someone to trust you, tell them your name, who you are. Remember, in most circumstances, believe it or not, people have really short memories. If you're meeting someone for the first time, especially over the telephone, you're in person, you're not wearing a name tag. I mean, by the time you're done with your main presentation, they probably forgot your name already. 
So you want to just tell them, you know, again, let me reintroduce myself to you. My name is Jordan Belfort, Michael Smith, Jane Doe, you know, and I'm a senior vice president or I'm a general manager or I'm the head of this division or whatever, whatever your title is, you know, and I pride myself on XYZ or I it paid this license and that. I spent the last 20 years to whatever. Tell them your credentials. Tell them how much you care. Tell them what you stand for. Tell them about the customer service you're going to be. Tell them what type of asset you could be for them over the long term. They need to hear this. They have no way of knowing what you're like unless you tell them. So the key here is you want to write this pattern out beforehand as part of your strategic preparation. You get it? You want to write this pattern out. You write one, even two, three patterns, by the way. About You need to be able to talk about yourself more than once. This way, when it comes time to capture that second head at a high level, bam, you got it locked up. Remember, the pendulum of trust swings dramatically from distrust to absolute trust. And once someone trusts you, it makes everything else so much easier. Now, remember, from the very beginning of the sale, you're already trying to build as much trust as possible by getting into rapport, by using the right tonalities, the I care tonality, I feel your pain, by saying, you know, by saying, I really want to know tonality, you're really listening to someone, by asking good questions. So you're always trying to build trust, but this is the point in the sale. When you get hit with that first objection and you make your loop, and you say, does, does your idea make sense to you? Do you like the idea after you're given your second pattern? And they say, yeah, yeah, I like the idea. You say, exactly. And now you say, well, let me tell you a bit more about myself. I've been your broker for the last four years. I've been working for the last few years. Would I be, you know, and consistently making you money? You probably wouldn't be saying, let me think about it. You'd be saying, sure, Jordan, you know, let's, but I'll do it right now. And you say, exactly. Now that I can understand. You don't know me. I don't have a track record. So let me take a moment to reintroduce myself. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about myself. Again, my name is XYZ. I'm a, whatever your title is. Do that and watch what happens. To tell someone you're trustworthy, you look them in the eye and you say it was sincere. I assume you are. Tell them what you stand for. And then when you're done with that, don't go into a close transition then into the third 10 and as far as my company goes xyz company we do and then you do the same thing for that and bam that's how you run your loop okay now remember the let's go now to the inner game this motivational side of the equation here one of the key things one of the keys to looping all right is that when you end the main body of your presentation and you get to that point in the sale where you ask for the order for the first time, right? What you need to have going on in your mind is you need to be waiting, expecting this first objection. Don't be like begging for a lay down sale. And then when you, you hear the first, you, just, you, know, you go through this great pitch, right? And then, you know, you ask for the order. And the guy says, oh, it sounds good. Let me think about it. You're like, oh, my God. And your mind like, Henny, Penny, the sky is falling off. Like you're flipping out. Oh, no, another let me think of don't be thinking that way. You'll be thinking, ah, just as expected. Now I can roll up my sleeves and get to work and earn my pay. Remember, any monkey can read from a script. What makes a salesperson a salesperson, and in fact, a high-paid salesperson, is their ability 
to take those people who are sitting on the fence, take those people, let me think about it, so let me call your backs, those people and turn them into a customer. Now, remember this one last point before I go, is that what I don't want you to do, I saw happening, is that uh, on some people were doing some live calls, us, we don't name names, but one thing, they, they were really working hard, and I appreciate that, and I, I commend that, but remember, you have to, at a certain point, transition into your clothes, okay? You're giving someone information, and as you're educating them, getting them more comfortable, telling them about your product, and looping around, and building more and more certainty, at a certain point, you have to loop and transition back into a close, or else you end off going off to Pluto, and you almost talk through your clothes. There is a sweet spot for a close. And if you go too far, give too much information without transitioning back into a close, you talk through your clothes. You miss the opportunity, okay? So Charles Steele, I'm talking about you. I love you. You're great. But make sure, I saw you giving a lot of information and you were going on and on, great. And I'm not sure exactly what you were doing. I didn't, I didn't hear the whole call. But one thing I noticed is that you have a tendency sometimes to talk too much without redirecting it into a close. Try that this week on your calls where you, you you sound, I appreciate how much you know your product knowledge sounds great. You sound like you're certainly an expert. Your demeanor is wonderful. You sound like a trusted friend, not the Grand Inquisitor. So many things I see you doing right, but the one thing I see you could definitely improve is that you're not taking that and transitioning into a close. That's what I want to see you do.